Everyone is fed up with unnecessary chemicals and additives. So let me tell you about an amazing household product, Annie's Pure and Simple. I know what you're thinking. What about COVID? Rest easy. Annie has got you covered. Annie makes her products from natural ingredients that are proven to kill germs and viruses, including the COVID-19 virus. And it's safe for kids and pets. It's one cleaner for all your cleaning needs. Women-owned and manufactured right here on the South Shore. Annie's Pure and Simple. Change the way you clean. This is the Just Steph Show. I'm your host, Steph Palermo, your Sicilian soul guide, bringing sexy back to Monday nights. Tune in every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. for weekly healings, soul readings, special guests, and tips to enhance your life by balancing body, mind, and heart. Make your Monday night sexy right here on WATD. 95.9 with Just Step. Baby, you're so classic. Baby, you're so classic. Baby, you. Baby, you're so classic. Hey, it's Steph Palermo, and this is the Just Step Show. Everybody has two lives. The second one begins when you realize you only have one. We are second lifers. We're empty nesters, newly single, and those starting over. H3, your healthy, happy, hip years are just beginning. And if this is your first time tuning into the Just Steph Show, welcome. Yay. Yay. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for tuning in. Um, so who am I? If you're just tuning in for the first time, I'm an, in, I'm an intuitive soul guide healer, author, and international speaker, and a radio talk show host. Yay. So I help influential second lifers reclaim the life that they chose before they came into their physical bodies by way of my spiritual and natural gifts of healing, soul readings, and encouragement. I offer one-on-one soul guidance. I don't like to say uh, coaching is not my thing. I'm a guide. And uh, workshops and retreats in Sicily. So I'm bringing sexy back to Monday Night Radio. You don't want to miss tonight and every Monday night because I'm helping you transform your life one glorious Monday at a time. So we have an amazing show tonight. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is so fun. My, uh, my guest co-host, who will be joining me in just a couple of minutes, is Liz Teresa. Liz is the social media maven and website guru and marketing mompreneur, and she's got it all going on. And uh, we're good friends from uh, for you know quite a few years now, and we have feature biz uh, Dr. Ada Gonzalez. She's a transition coach, and Dr. Kathy, Dr. Kathy is a board certified breast surgeon who specializes in genetic testing. So we're going to talk to her, and of course we have the healing of the week, and we have South Shore Donna who's going to get a soul reading tonight, and Just Steph rules of dating, and your social four one one and so much more. Become part of the show today. Call in for uh, a healing or to ask Just Steph or ask one of my guests. It's 781-837-4900. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you. I love books that give a real glimpse into a culture while also imparting life lessons. 
There's not many books like this. And my favorite one that stayed with me, it's called It's Not Personal, Sunny, It's Business by Steph Palermo. In this book, Steph combines the pillars of Sicilian heritage with her own life experiences into a book that's truly going to transform the way you think about life and the way you think about work. Stop postponing living your best, most satisfying life and stop putting off thriving in your business. You can do both of those things right now. Just go to buystephsbook.com and order your copy today. You won't regret it. That's www.buystephsbook.com. See you there. Hey, Boston. How you doing? Chris Cerrone here, better known as the Kid Henry from Goodfellas. And if you didn't know, one of my great friends here in Boston is Just Steph, as in the Just Steph Show. Make sure you tune in every Monday night, or I'll come looking for you. Thanks, Chris. I love it when somebody has, you got the Italians, they got you back. All right. So, you know, I want you every everybody to get started for the show, because I want everybody to sort of settle in. I have to do the same thing. And... Okay, so I have to settle in myself, and you have to know that you're going to get exactly what you need tonight, everything that you need. So what we're going to do is going to close your eyes, breathe, breathe, we're breathing in and out, being confident, be confident in that you're in the fact that the universe has your back, God has your back, and you're getting everything that you need right here tonight in these two hours. So if anything I say tonight stirs something within you and you want to know more and experience more, shoot me an email. I want to know. Transform your life. Make a difference. So when you work with me, you are transforming your life. And when you're tuning in, you can transform your life right here by tuning in every Monday night. So I want to discuss something with you really quickly. Happy people live longer. It's a fact. So people who are open to getting help, they're open to new ideas and how to live and how to do better they do they do better in their lives they make changes with their emotional well-being by talking to somebody reflecting journaling we talked about this last week we talked about starting a spiritual practice changing your environment getting outside maybe cleaning your home organizing physical changes taking care of your body, taking care of your health, socializing. This is why I talk about, talk about leisure at the end of the show, having good, having good social connections. And, of course, spiritual, meditating, pray, reflect, which brings us into our healing. And who doesn't need a healing? No, I'm here. Okay, so if you are, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, about healings quickly. 
tonight's he- tonight's healing I'm gonna pray over you in tongues praying in tongues is actually a spiritual gift it's a charismatic gift it's called glossolalia it's a series of repetitive utterances and it's God within speaking to God so anybody who needs a healing I'd like you to sit be open to it relax Breathe. If you would like an on-air healing, email me, steph at juststeph.com. Okay. All right. So, finally, my guest co-host. But first, if you have any questions, call me, 781-837-4900. And my guest tonight is my friend, Liz Teresa. Woo! Liz. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, Liz. Liz is a great friend of mine. She's so smart, knowledgeable, and overflowing with personality to light a room. And in her own words, I help entrepreneurs like you rise and be the star of your business. I do it two ways. By creating websites that reflect the you of your business. Two, using highly converting non-cheesy copy to get to get your target market to do the things we want we want them to do. And she's from the Boston area. Go Red Sox. And you know what I love? This is the, my favorite part of this. Your <laughs> clients are totally the kind of people that you would ha- that you'd hang out with at Starbucks and have a coffee with. And if you're local, you probably are already having coffee with Liz because she's that social. So uh, thank you, Liz, for being here. Thank you. I'm and so excited. Never enough coffee. I oh, have right? not hit my threshold. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, I You know what it is? We're new here. Mm. So it's like everything's like a little hairy scary. I think, yeah, what, here? You're yeah, like, here? Yeah. Oh, like, you're doing so good. Oh, my God, no. You, you no think, one thinks that. I'm like, I'm like oh, my gosh. Like, uh, you People know. are like, want to be just Steph. Oh, no. oh my God. And they're listening and they're like, but I'm just me. But like, you guys could, you can be just. Yeah. Up. You know what's funny? You know, if, if my, my friends are probably going, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, you know, you know how your friends are like, yeah. oh yeah, really? Yeah. I'm going to, my I'm, friends are too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know what? I think when you have, you have a personality like yours and, and even mine with strong personalities, it can be kind of tough. Well, and then so it's sometimes we're too much. You know, I say not enough, but then some people say too much and I think it's on them. You know, it always is on on them. Yeah. (laughs) You know, one of the four agreements, Don Miguel says, you know, never take things personally, even if somebody is blatantly uh, mean to you. Mm, I could use that. Yeah, because it's what it's them. It's their perception of you. Yeah. So so it's never my my fault. It's just them. I'm just kidding. Well, (laughs) you know, Whatever somebody's perspective is of you is their perspective of you. That's mm. it. You can't do anything about it. I know. That's awful, right? Yeah. So 
That, that's <laughs> at it. least you like me of course and invited oh God, me thank you. you yes well you know what because i knew you know it's fun to have somebody who can't well first of all you have your your podcast that you do that you've been so successful with yes liz on biz streaming wherever you like to get your podcast that's it see yeah. so you you know it's nice to have somebody who's comfortable in a studio mm. i've never been in a studio this is my first radio thing oh, where welcome I, welcome i took a <laughs> i filmed a reel on my way in Walking in, just so I can, I can cover this in my social media stories later. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it like on TikTok? Oh, well, I prefer an Instagram reel because I'm in my 30s, but other people do TikTok. I love TikTok. Yes. And, I, and I'm, I'm in my 50s. <laughs> I, I love TikTok. Are I, you viral yet? I had a couple of videos that went, they, they, the views were like over 27,000, 28,000. Yeah. Yes. I'm not so, surprised. So I've had a few of those. Yeah. And, and, but you know what? You don't know... And here, let me ask you this. You don't know why it's that one. Yeah. Well, and it can be super random when you go viral and things end up really, really working out. It can feel really random. Because sometimes it'll be the thing that you like the least that everybody seems to like. Like, I've had episodes of my show where I really don't like my guest. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then everybody listens to it. And I'm like, what did they get? They must have, I mean, the, it must, it's my perception of them. It's my perception of them. That's right. All. But, you know, it, but with that said, you don't need to be friends with them. Oh, no. No. It, you can still do a great show. Yeah. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So I'm just trying to figure this out because I, I, I don't know. What are you doing? I'm, I need your help. <laughs> I need your help over here. All the technology help. Okay. So uh, we're going to take, uh, take a break. And when we come back, more Liz Teresa.
Okay, we're back and we're more settled. Yay. Yeah. I had to breathe a little bit. Okay. So crazy. <sighs> woo, woo, woo. Okay, so Liz, tell me what's... All right, I know you said you had made some shifts in your life for your own um, well-being and, yeah. you know, for the mompreneur. Oh, yeah. Mompreneur. That's even... A, that's the word with a lot of syllables and a lot of responsibility and... <laughs> I right. felt it, you know, when yeah. you, you know, you have a, you have a kid and then all of a sudden the business you ran for seven years has to shift and then right. your role is to shift and you hire people because who wants to do anything? I don't like to do anything. Right. Nothing. <laughs> I want to do nothing. I want to get paid to do nothing. Right. But I, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a balancing act and I would say I never really got the hang of it until my son turned three and he just turned three and now I'm getting comfortable. Well, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, I think you know. I think three is actually worse than two with the with the with, with the personality development. Yeah. Well, because they they know more. <laughs> yeah, and they say no. Yeah, don't like that. I know. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah, but I know. You know. It's it's a, you know, and I'm and it's it's a balancing. And boys and, are busy. Yeah, he, you can't look away from him for a minute. Yeah, no, I know. They're like cats, too. They climb the walls. Yeah. Hi, Leo, if you're listening. <laughs> We're talking about you. Yeah. Oh, he's adorable. Yeah. He's adorable. He's a good baby. Yeah, he's deadly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, he's so cute. So uh, talk about balancing. Like, how are hmm. you balancing the, the work life, you know, the work home yeah. life? Well, okay. I think that so I, I always like turn away when people say balancing isn't a myth. I think that people have misunderstood the idea of balancing mm-hmm. because balancing is truly sometimes you're teetering to the left and sometimes you're teetering right. to the right. So right. you're always teetering. Right. You just don't want to fall off the horse, you know. <laughs> so well, sometimes I teeter a more work Liz and a more mom Liz some days. Right. Well, you know, the thing is, is um, what it is, what people think is it's. It's an even scale. It's not. It's, it, you're trying to even the scales. Sometimes you're needed more at work. Sometimes you're needed more at home. Sometimes, sometimes if you have elderly parents, they need your focus. I mean, it's yeah. it's not really. It's never going to be complete. It's never going to be balanced. It's where you're uh, doing your thing, mm-hmm. and 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 at the same time, making sure that you're filling yourself up and and getting the uh, self-care that you need so that you can be that for other other people. People think self-care is, is um, selfish. Well, because it says the word self in it, yeah. and I think people think it's an indulgence, but until you take the time to schedule that stuff in, because for me, I had to like, right. and, and I had to be very cognizant when it was 2022. I was like, okay, new year, new Liz, and I really meant it this time. I've never said that before, because I always liked myself, and I was always like, oh, I'm, I'm a good human. I'm doing a good job. But this year, I was like, you know what? I'm not living in a way that makes me really happy and granted i had a rough couple of years with the pandemic and personal things going on in my family it was like very uh turbulent and i just was like okay i it's 2022 i am here to disrupt all of the negative patterns in my life and every time i felt myself falling into an old habit that was bad whether it's like i'm not gonna cook tonight i'm gonna get grubhub which is a very expensive habit right. <laughs> not quite healthy but every time i did that i would say okay pause what is like what's in my best interest? Like what what can I do to just like do the opposite? Kind of like in Seinfeld where George does the opposite. Right. Right? Right. So I was I was George. And now I'm 
Elaine, right? Well, I'm doing the opposite. Right, so I'm right. I'm doing better now. Do you, I hope you dance better than she does. Oh, quite a lot better, <laughs> in my opinion. Although, I had to dance in a play once, and when I auditioned, they actually were like, on the questionnaire, it was like, oh, like, can you dance? And at the time, I was like, well, I'm a better actor than a dancer. So I said, nah. And then the director said, no, don't ever say you can't do something. And he gave me the lead with the most dancing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's a woe moment. That that That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's those things that um, make you step out of your comfort zone and and they actually alter your life and they and they teach you so many things. Like I, when I went to Dubai and spoke to the Global Nursing Conference, I went all by myself to Dubai. And when I looked on the map where it was, I said, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I'm going all by myself. But it was the best thing I did for my own personal growth and growth and development. Wow. And I, I mean, I did things like I rode a camel. I did a desert safari. I, 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 I swam in the Arabian Sea. <gasps> you, you know. So wait, do camels smell? What do they smell like? Uh, it wasn't. It I wasn't mean, like a we, horse. I wasn't hanging around it. Just some dawn. <laughs> you know, just got out. You know, wasn't hanging around trying to pet it. I, <laughs> That's not a petting zoo. <laughs> no, it wasn't a petting zoo. I was just like, you know, I just it sits down and you get on it and then it oh, that's goes, polite. And then it goes and then you know because a horse you need like stilts to get on a horse. Right. They well, don't camels care. Are taller. Oh really? Big, way bigger. See, I'm. I way don't bigger. know. I haven't left Boston. Yeah, way bigger. I don't go anywhere. Yeah, so no. Well, you know me. I'm all. I'm. I'm traveling. All you trot. Place. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. So I, I want to um, focus on you because I because <laughs> I you have so much knowledge in 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 that head of yours. So talk. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about social media trends and if people somebody has a business out there, what uh, what are some tips you could have for them? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so glad you asked. You guys, I love websites so much that I have a shirt that says I love websites because oh. I do, and I printed it myself and I designed it myself because it's so my personality to do that, but also because it's true. And and when I think about social media and you're if you're a business owner listening, one of the biggest things you want to think about is to not get caught up and like thinking just because I said I made a reel tonight that you have to go make a reel because there's a lot of different roads that lead to success but all roads lead to your website and so when I say I love websites it's because your social media is actually driving traffic there so one make sure you have one because a Facebook page is not enough um, to convince me you're legit and it's just because you know people that go on the internet we're we're a judgy we're judgy people right we are a judgy yes i judge right and so if you want somebody to judge you you don't want to be caught with your pants down you don't want to have a party when the house is a mess you know what right. i'm saying you want to make sure you got all your ducks in a row on your website so when you use social media, your time is spent better and you're not kind of floundering, just clicking like haphazardly, posting things and crossing your fingers because that's not good strategy. Yeah, and I think, though, too, if somebody's going to be buying from you, you need that website. It, it needs mm -hmm. to be legit because they want to feel secure. Everybody's so worried about getting their identity stolen mm. or giving a credit card out there. And having all of those uh, in place with secure um, payments and all of that will make it easier for people to purchase from you. Yeah, like, know, and trust. We always talk about like, know, and trust in business, and you want to be liked, you want people to get to know you and trust you. Let your website do the work for you. Don't put so much pressure on what your post says today or tomorrow. And and I think that that's kind of a gift. Yeah. Uh, well, so let's let's talk about the website. Mm. Um, how I, I'm I'm concerned about my own website, you know, always. I'm here for you. you. you know, I, I know you are. 
And I, you know what? I'm actually in this mode where I just want to simplify, mm. you know, because I want it crisp, simple. And, you know, this is because I looked at my own homepage and I'm going, I don't even know what I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So how important is that for people? You should have it be very clear who you are, who you help, and the problem you solve immediately when people land on your site. So people should know what to buy when they get there in a basic sense. You know, you go into, like, the pet store down the street, and you know they sell dog stuff, hopefully, right? right. If they're a good pet store. <laughs> right. And so, like, with your website, that's this is a present you physically design and put together yourself, or you hire somebody to do it. You want it to be that obvious that I'm going to the Just Stuff store to buy soul healings and coaching, life coaching services, right. and I know how to give Just Stuff my money, because she should have it. Everybody give Stuff your money. Right. She's awesome. <laughs> She's a powerful woman. Very powerful healer. Yeah, well, yeah. I, uh, it's Thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, it's nice to have um, good friends who support, you know, yeah. we met at um, Boston Businesswomen. I know. It's a very, very hip happening club. Right? Yeah. Yep. All the cool chicks are there. Hipping and happening. Right? <laughs> and, well, you know what? It's great because uh, we've met so many great people. Mm-hmm. We get to network. But what's nice is, is you know, you'll see somebody, oh, I need, a, I need a life coach or I need somebody who can, you know, help guide me through life. And you'll be like, okay, you know, and, oh, Steph or somebody needs a website. Oh, you need Liz Teresa. You yes. Know, who needs a business coach? You know, whatever. And you're able to make those referrals, which which is, I think is the best part. Well, the best part of Boston Businesswomen for me is the dinners and the yeah. lunches because I, like I like to socialize. And food is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I like good and food. cocktails. Yeah, for good. sure. So, okay. So, uh, um, thank you for that. Um, if everybody heard at the beginning, that commercial mm-hmm. about my book is uh, that was Liz. I recorded that, you guys. I know that was awesome. I picked the music myself. I know you did it great. Yeah. You, you know what? And I, I love. All I played you, that violin. I like you, and you're a Canva whiz. Yes, I am. Yeah, you're so good at it. Canva is a delight. Yeah, I, I just do basic stuff there. Yeah. But, you know, I'm hopefully soon gonna. That's gonna be, you know. It's a privilege and an honor to use Canva. And Canva has not sponsored this show, though, right? We're yeah. just loving them. Yeah, we're just loving them. Maybe. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do love them because it makes it easy for me. Yeah. Because and, and, I don't really want to do that long term. That's mm. going to be something I, um, we, you know, when you have some, pay somebody else to do it. Yeah, you could go to LizTeresa.com. No, I'm just kidding. And yeah, right? <laughs> pay for someone to do it. No, I I just wanted oh, to add. do you do that? Oh, yeah, I do. I, yeah, we do. We're full service graphic design, marketing, and websites. Oh my gosh! It's for sure, I true. Love it. I know. Well, you asked me. You said something really smart about your own website that I wanted to call attention to. You said that you really want to simplify your website, and I think that's what people worry about is they hear about Kajabi and ClickFunnels, and they they get kind of drunk on all these different types of like platforms that they right. can use. But really, simple is better. Right. And so Absolutely. your instincts are right. So anyway, uh, if you don't have a copy of my book. Grab a copy by Steph'sBook.com. And this week's Soul Block is brought to you by Annie's Pure and Simple Clean Your House, Clean Your Soul, available at all Whole Food Supermarkets. Soul Block of Rockin' People. If you're quitting the run, come right now. You might hear me, people. All righty. So this this week's soul block, this week's soul block is uh, it's a little it's a little bit negative. I don't always like to be negative, but you know this is what happens when you have a soul, these these things that get in your way. And 
I want to tell you, I've just been learning about this. We are wired as human beings to automatically be attracted to the negative. And that's something that's it's automatic, it's wired, it's in our makeup because back when we were cavemen, the first thing we did in the morning when we opened our eyes was, where's the saber-toothed tiger? Where's my food? Oh, no. You know, you know, the whole tribe is gone. Everybody's dead. You know, whatever. You know, and so that, and that was our protection was to kind of look around and, and look for that negative. And, and, and I heard this uh, just recently. And the way you have to rewire, you, you have to rewire your mind. And the way to rewire your mind is to stop complaining. How's that? Whoa. Complainers, you know, Doug and Wendy Weiner, you know, the whiners and the complainers. And, you know, I, I say this, I'll say this in my own life. If, I, if I'm complaining, please, somebody tell me. Because it is so negative, it brings down everybody in your world. And there are people that we, we have in our lives that constantly are complaining. You say, oh my gosh, it's a beautiful day, but it's too hot. You know, the, oh, the sun's out, it's too hot. Or, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm the kind of person, uh, you know, Jimmy might say, oh, it's going to be lousy weather today, it's going to rain. I'm like, yay, I love it, we can watch movies. Oh, or, I love you know, days like that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Or if it's a snow day, everyone's so mad about it, and, and I get it, you know, you're tired of the winter, but I'm like, oh, we're watching movies and having cocktails and you know, and big socks, right? Yeah. So there's always it change your if you change your perspective, you can change your world because it's you know, oh, I didn't get the close spot spot in the mall like to the parking spot. I had to park far, far, far away. Well, that's not bad luck because maybe you just need to move a little bit. You know, it's just the way you look at things. Yes, you know, things happen. But, you know, say, okay, oh, my car needs to go into the shop. Well, guess what? I'm going to sit at the car dealer and work, and I won't be distracted because I won't have anything else to do. I get a lot done there. Right? Yeah. I, I do great on an airplane. Oh, I could totally see that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, and you know, I, I get on Wi-Fi and everything. I, I do gr- I, I do my best work in an airplane. It's like when people go to a hotel and then they like go for the night and they have to write a book and they really do it. Yeah. I always had um, great inspiration at, you know, like if you go to Vegas yeah. and you sit in the lobby and you people watch while, you, while you're being creative, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Vegas has a lot to see. Yeah. I, I haven't been there in ages. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's so much, there's so many ways to turn turn things around and when you're around people who complain... What ends up happening, it gets, it's like a, a little disease. It it gets into, under your skin, and then you start complaining. Oh, and I beg them to stop. Right. I'm a person that will be like, you have to stop. <laughs> and they don't want to hear it. I Yeah, I know, right? No. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I struggle with complainers because what happens is, is when you engage in extreme self-care and you start to remove yourself from situations – you become more sensitive to negativity. And so you put yourself, and then you put yourself in that situation, and all of a sudden it's like getting slapped in the face because you haven't been around it. Yeah, you're like allergic. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and it's amazing because when you do that, when you do remove yourself from that kind of negative uh, energy, you'll attract more positive people in, into your life. 
But every time, every once in a while, you get pulled back in, you know, to the complaining <laughs> world. And and it's, you can see yourself doing, I can see myself doing it every once in a while where you go, oh, this isn't good. This, And you go on and on and on. Yeah. And then you go, well, you know what it is? The problem is not with everything that's going on around me. The problem is with me. And here's, and that's, that's what people need to realize that. They have to understand that when it when they think it's everybody else or everything else that's going around uh, around going on around them, it's usually them. Well, they always say to you, you either have to change change your mind or change your situation. That's it. Change something. Yes. But you're not going to be able to change anybody else. No. Just yourself. Unfortunately. Just yeah. yourself. <laughs> oh my goodness. So. <laughs> Liz, did you know I'm taking a small exclusive group to Sicily this September? I did, but I also know you pretty well. So. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Well, <laughs> that could be why. Well, because I'm posting all over the place. Talk about social media. Yeah. Right? So, well, here's here's the thing. This is this retreat is for people who have it all. Like on paper, they have it all. Yeah. But something's missing. It's like those are the these are the people that sacrificed all these years for everybody else. And now they're ready to do do the you know do you you're you're doing you now but you're not quite sure where to start. This is for somebody who would maybe go on a a retreat uh, yoga retreat to Bali or to Greece. Yes. This is for um, somebody who um, is looking to transform their life. They want to build a legacy. They have a great life, but they know that there's more. There's they want more depth. They, you know, time is running out. They think, you know, you get to be 35, 40, 45, 50, and all of a sudden you're going, oh, okay, the clock is a ticking. Am I doing anything of value here? Mm. Does that, you know, and I remember thinking, am I, you know, back before I was, was making some strides in my own uh, self-improvement and, and evolving, why, why bother? Why bother? What, you know, what, what, what good am I doing? Am I doing any good here? Does anybody care? Yeah. Is anybody listening? I know that feeling. You know, and so, um, and but I think that for me, I've spent so many years working through my own stuff, living with my rear disorder, and um, and and being confident in my gifts. Like being able to come here on the radio and and pray in tongues is a big deal for me. It's scary. Like I could, I'm I'm waiting for somebody to say you're Looney Tunes. But, you know, it doesn't matter to me because I'm, I feel like I'm doing yeah. work for the universe. I'm doing God's work. Uh, and so. Uh, I thought you did great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and, and so I'm bringing people to Sicily because it takes them away from here. Mm. And I put them with the locals, getting to know, live the local, the way the locals live. Nobody does Sicily like me. It's not a bus tour. We get, you know, if we go places, we're going in a car because it's, it's we're going. It's, it's not a sticky bus, right? No, this yeah. is this is um, a, an exclusive uh, sit, uh, retreat. We'll have you know cooking lessons. We'll go to wineries. We're gonna we're gonna cook together. We're gonna go. Um, we'll go to the outlets, and on our way to the outlets, we're gonna spend a lot of time talking in the car and I talking like about that. these things yeah. that are important uh, and. Uh, you know, do lots of you know, go to healing sites. Hopefully, the um, healing springs of Shaka will be open. They weren't; they were closed uh, the last time. Healing and, should never be closed. Yeah, no. And uh, <laughs> we're going to go to Santa Rosalia and other sacred sites. 
So uh, it's going to be great. And if anybody's interested in coming with me and uh, and living your best purpose-driven life and transforming and uh, learning to leave that legacy behind. You know, legacy is not about money. It's about the imprint you leave on society, Mm -hmm. on the people around you. And the more you take care of yourself, the more you uh, evolve as a person and as a human being, and the more self-care you engage in, the better off the people are, the bigger, the better the gift you are for the people around you. I think people need to really listen to what you just said and replay that because it's true because we don't we don't realize how important that is people think you know oh i'm being selfish i'm doing that but when you really start to uh evolve as a person and you start to you know do things that uh are for your higher good even if somebody around you doesn't like it it really is for their 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 well-being yes it really is so they'll they'll benefit from it even if they have to walk out of your life. You know, people, especially with, when it comes to abuse, people have to realize when you abuse people, you lose people. If you're not nice to people, you don't belong. You you don't you know you don't get to be around me. Yes. You know that that's 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 a um you know it's a um it it's a gift. I had to let go of an abusive client, and oh. then I felt bad. That I could that it could possibly hurt somebody's feelings, but they were really mean. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? Well, that makes you know what that does. It makes space for you. Probably got like three more clients, and they were all nice. Yeah, they were. So that's true. Yeah, when you when you release, you open up space. It's like when you clean your closet, mm. you release all of that. This is something I need to do, and then you make space. For, for new stuff. So, and, and for new adventures, adventures and new experiences and new people and positive, uh, positive people. So take care of yourself and, uh, and come with me to Sicily. Yeah. Right? So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Ada Gonzalez. Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. This is a jazzy fizzle. Fizzle, production. Naughty, funky, fresh With my body so melodic This beat rolls right through my chest Everybody, Martin, Poppy Came to party, grab somebody Work your body, work your body Let me see you one, two, Yeah. 
Say hello, cause they know I'm rocking the beat. I know you heard about a lot of great MCs, but they ain't got nothing on me. Because I'm five for two, I wanna dance with you, and I'm sophisticated fun. I eat feeling me on, and I'm nice and young. Best believe I'm number one. We're back. So call me and call and call me. Ask questions. 781-837-4900. And we have on the phone. This is my first featured biz of the evening. Dr. Ada Gonzalez. Dr. Ada is, is a speaker, author, and psychologist who has helped thousands of women for over 30 years to work through transitions and changes. As a PhD and licensed marriage and family therapist, she's an expert on human behavior, brain psychology, and change. So uh, she's been through her own transition. So let's get Dr. Ada on the line and, uh, and say hi. Hey, Dr. Ada, how are you? Hello, good evening. It's so good to be here with you and with your audience. I am really excited to be here with you. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to have you. And, you know, and, and you have such a beautiful um, um, bio. It's, it's really long because of your, uh, you're so well established and in, in, in doing this for so many years. But tell us a little bit about your transitions, like your, the things that you have been through and, and a little bit about your journey. And then I want to hear about your, um, about who you help. Okay. Well, my life of transitions, because my whole life has been a transition in a way, uh, started really early. I was just 18 years old and I can remember as if it were today, June 10, 1970, I was climbing with shaking legs the steps into an airplane of the Spanish airline Iberia headed to Madrid from Cuba, Mm -hmm. where I had lived until then. And I was leaving my parents' home and Cuba, my country of origin, and I was alone. And I didn't have a clue about what I was doing, where I was going, or how I was going to survive. Wow. that was my first big transition. I mean, you cannot get bigger than that. But after that, it was almost as if I had a vaccination, you know. <laughs> no other transition has ever bothered me anymore because, I mean, if I survive that, um, I can survive anything, right? Absolutely. So um, do you want to tell us a little bit about why you decided to leave or, or was, was, it sure. forced, was it forced upon you? Uh, I was I, I left Cuba because it was under communism. I had not been able to study beyond the sixth grade because the only way to keep going was if I accepted to be part of the communist youth and spy on others, uh-huh. and I didn't want to do that. So uh, I saw living as my only opportunity for living life on my terms and continuing my education. And so 
uh, that's why I left Cuba. Um, but at, at the time, the only place that was open that you could live legally through was Spain. So that's how I ended up in Spain. Wow. And um, and and so uh, you talk about you talk about um, transitions and the process. And obviously, you've gone through them yourself. And can you t- speak a little bit about that? Yes, because see, the thing with transitions is number one, transition is any life disruption that forces you to reorder your priorities or realign your values or reimagine who you are. And everybody goes through transitions in life. What is the same for every transition, doesn't matter what kind, is that it is a process of reorientation. So I see four things that happen during a transition, and it's not linear. It's not like you do one, and then you do two, and then you do three. No, they are all messed up with each other, Mm -hmm. and, and it's not linear. But first, you need to face reality. Many times when we are facing a transition, we don't want to face reality. We just... You know, we we want to put our heads under the sand and say, no, that's really not happening. We know that we are losing a job or we know that our marriage is in trouble, but we don't want to see it. Well, a transition requires first that you face that reality. Uh, then you need to also accept that transition means you need to let go of things from the past and that might mean that might mean uh, a bit of grieving you know like when i left cuba i left behind my parents my friends everything that i knew so yeah it's a time in which you need to let go of the familiar you need to let go of certainty you need to make peace with not knowing right you know what it's funny because as you were talking i was thinking what how does this relate to the stages of grief? Oh, yeah, it, it certainly it goes with it. We think that we experience grief only when someone dies. Well, no, transitions include grieving for what you need to live. Right. Uh, it's part of it. So then you get to the me- what I call the messy in between, and that's that convoluted time when you have mixed feelings about everything and and you need to reframe things and you need to reorient yourself and and you need to understand where you are coming from but you also need to start thinking who you want to become so it's almost as if you are in the middle of creating a new story and you need to visualize what would be a better future and and how you are going to look like when you transform but it's messy one one day you feel on top of the world and you say, oh, I got this and it would be great. And the next day you are in the floor of the kitchen eating ice cream and crying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've been there. I've been. I mean, it, it, yeah, it happens. It, and so uh, and I think uh, how, how would you guide somebody through uh, that kind of that period? Because that's got to be difficult. And I would think that you almost would feel like nothing could help at that point, even though, even though there is, and, and it's, it's a matter of working through things, but I could see 
I, I could see it being a, a time of sort of despair. Yes, it can be. Uh, and and at least, uh, what will make a big difference between despair and hope and excitement is your your frame of mind, really. If you think it's going to be the worst thing in the world, it will be. But if you remind yourself, wait a second, as much as this is sucking right now, right? Uh, it, it, this too shall pass. I will get through this. And, and if you start taking action, even if it is imperfect action, even if it is very small action, that will give you hope that you can keep moving. It's kind of like... Don't let yourself stop. Don't don't lose the momentum. Keep moving, even if it is a small half step at a time. Right. So it's all about it's all about what we were talking about this a little earlier. That mindset, changing the changing your perspective and and uh, and being able to uh, you know move forward. And so, a question. So what what would what was your most most difficult transition? Oh, that's that's hard to really think, but I think maybe my most difficult transition was my divorce mm-hmm. after 27 years of marriage and being a marriage and family therapist. Uh, that was difficult. Yeah. Not so much, in a way it was a relief because it never was a very good marriage, but it was difficult because it was accepting failure in a way, what at the moment I felt like failure. Here I am talking to people about marriage and I cannot help mine. Right, right. So that was difficult, but once I stopped seeing my divorce as shameful, then I was able to become aware that it was also a relief and it was liberating, and then I didn't need to feel so stressed out and I could look at well, how do I want my life to look in the future? Right. And now, so many years after, well, I had been remarried for 12 years to a wonderful man, and I'm having a great life. Right. But at that moment, it felt horrible. You know, it was, it was difficult just to accept to myself that I had to go through a divorce. Well, Dr. Dr. Ada, so tell us um, in, a, in a couple of minutes uh, how you help people and how they can find you. Okay. Well, I help people go through these, all these things that we are talking about until they are ready for the new beginning. So I serve as a, as a safe container where they can come and explore and let go and experience their emotions knowing that I will understand because I have been there, and I have the training, both. Right. So um, I help them have hope when they don't have hope. I help them see that they don't have to be ashamed of their feelings because feelings are feelings, and they come and go, and, and that's okay. Uh, and I serve as that, as I said, as that safe container where they can come and we can talk and I can help them redesign in a way their life they can they can together we can envision what will be the new 
what is the new story? What is that new energy that they want to recapture? So you're you're, and, you're, perf- you're perfect for second lifers. Oh yes, you're perfect. So today I was talking to a second lifer for the first time, exactly go. like that, and that go. was exactly what we were saying. You know, you you need to think. So how do I want my life to be now? You know, she's an empty nester. She she is starting that path, and and it's scary. Right. So, yeah, that's what I do. And people can find me um, on my website, uh, which is my name, adagonzalez.com. And if they go to adagonzalez.com slash calendar, they can they can schedule a call with me, and um, and we can talk, and I can let them know, you know, if we are a good fit or not. And for your listeners today, I have a treat. I have a, this, this uh, process of change that I have been talking about with you right now. Right. I have made it into an infographic, and I will give it to anybody that goes and asks for it. And it's bit.ly bit.ly slash ada dash infographic. You know what? I'm gonna actually. I'll put that up on um, on on Facebook, and I'll do. I'll I'll put it up on social media, and uh, I'll send it out with the uh, with the replay of this show. How's that sound, Doctor Ada? Uh, that sounds pretty Great. good because that way they will be able to have it, and and it's it's very clear and it's very handy to have it with you for those moments in which you are in that messy in between and you are feeling Thank that nothing you. is going to be good again. Doc, <laughs> Dr. Ada, we have to, uh, we're going to move on. We have to move on and uh, move into the next hour. Thank you so much. I hope you'll come back. And if you're ready to get your biz in front of over 100K peeps, email me at Steph at JustSteph.com. We've got a next hour is going to be a blast. Okay, we are back, and we have Brooke. Brooke is on the line. Hey, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hi. What's going on? I'm, I'm here. Where are you calling so, from? I'm, in, I'm Dallas, Texas. Oh, Dallas. Hey, how's how's the weather down there? 106. Oh, nice. Ooh. It's hot, baby. Steamy. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot, Liz. How Liz you is doing? One of my favorite people on the planet. So. Aww. You called for me. I called just for you, sweet Liz. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? This is the most <laughs> magnified way I've ever chatted with you. It feels so important. <laughs> I do too. I feel like so like on it. Like I'm so cool. Yeah, like I just felt the world turn. There you go. Well, the whole the whole world is listening to you guys having a um, like a girl girl talk. Girl talk. That's awesome. We have great. That. We have good banter. That, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, do you have any questions for Liz while you got her here? Your little freebie. What's for Liz, I'm calling for you. So, oh, talk to me, I girl. To, so, what's this soul reading, and can, what can you help me with? Because I need help. Well, <laughs> you know, I actually have some spiritual gifts. I uh, I can read energy and souls. And I actually sometimes uh, it depends on whatever you need. You you have to understand when you work with me, it's concierge. God works through me and you get what you need. So if if there's, you know, some, I've been a medium. 
Um, I have the gift of knowing, like things just come to me and I just know them. Uh, and so uh, it, it, we would talk about what you have going on in your life and I would, and I get very quickly a, a feel for, like I actually know how the people around you feel and it's so I get a, so you're like I, an empath yeah I am an empath but there's but it's more to it it's more like okay. um it's more like um biblical prophecy like the back the old the old um prophets where they said you better stop doing that or you're gonna go into exile and then they killed the prophet and they went into exile <laughs> well they, um, but, you she know, won't kill you though no 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 well you know you know <laughs> they always kill the messenger you know it's true um but right. you know it's more like okay well you know you have this going on and i think you know you're really wanting to be here and you know i've talked to so you know i've had clients where uh you know, I, I worked with somebody, they were an IT person and they were, you know, solo, just always alone. Yeah. And I said, you know, I think that you really should be around people. I think that, I said, did you ever think about maybe developing an app, like doing apps? You know, if you're going to be doing that kind of stuff, do something that's so a little bit more interactive. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's it. Wow. You know, things like that. Yeah. You're very so, magical. I mean, uh, I'll just tell, let me just, Brooke, she's like, it's like she tunes into you and she just knows stuff and it's very, whoa. That's how I would describe it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, and, and, and the more I'm around you, the more I know. Yeah. And, and so. It, well, is it like you have to be in person? No, I can do, I can do, I can do, <laughs> I can do, I can do Zoom. So why don't you um, shoot me an email, Steph at JustSteph.com. And uh, and then we'll set up a time and I can jump on a call with you. How's that sound? That sounds so fun. Yay, yeah, Brooke. Thank that. you. Yeah, we'll talk about it and then we can talk about all your stuff and whatever, you you know, you know, spend a few minutes and see what, what will work for you. Okay, especially interested about this, like, I am empty nesting and I saw that's one of your things. So There you go. Cool. I can help you with it. I can help you with that. Oh, I'm happy to be empty nesting. <laughs> oh, I know, but I can help you. I can help. I can help you. You know, make the make the most of that. You know. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. So we'll 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 get on a call. So thanks for calling, Brooke. Oh, y'all are welcome. I hope y'all have a great night. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well. keep tuning in. Thank you. Bye. All righty. Ciao, 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 baby. All right. So. This is dating advice for second lifers, and it's the Just Steph Rules of Dating. Okay, so today we're gonna talk. I have I have some rules, you know. I always I, I actually have written stuff about this, and I've I've you can see this on YouTube on my YouTube. So I have this uh, four criteria for sitting at my table. Okay, so what? The, but the first thing you have to do in order to invite somebody to your table is mm. to know what you bring to the table. Whoa. So you have to know your gifts. You have to know the gift in you. You have to understand your own amazingness. You have to understand that, uh, you know, that you can laugh at yourself and, and have humor and all of that. You, you have to know what you bring to the table. And here are the four criteria once you know, once you know, okay? <laughs> Number one, you'd say to the person, like, you look at the person or you think, is this person worthy to sit at my table? Now, what does that mean? You know, do they have those qualities that are attractive to you? Like, do they have a job? 
that is a requirement, right? Do they have a do they do they have a good sense of humor? You know, do you do they um, like some of the same things that you do? Not it doesn't have to be everything, but the more fam- the more compatible you are, the more the more things you like to do together, the better the better it is. You know, for me, I like you know. Do they have sort of the same family values, moral moral background? Those things are important because even as a second, even though you're not going to be raising children as a second lifer that's dating, uh, you you will always have family in your life. There'll be people in your life, your friends. Can they get along with your friends? Are you embarrassed to take them with you? You know, mm-hmm. out with your, you know, that's that's number one. So this is the number one. Are they worthy to sit at your table? Number two, do they know whose table they're sitting at? Like, do they know who you are? Do they know, like, do they know who you are, that you're amazing? Yeah. Do they know whose table, do you know whose table you're sitting at? You know, like, do you know, do you understand the gift? Do you see the gift in me? Number three. Do they want to be at your table and everybody else's table? Ooh. Yeah. Ick. That happens. Yeah, they 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 want to be at everybody else's table because they just don't want to settle. Yeah. And that might be okay. As long as if they're honest, that's okay. As long as everybody is informed and everybody's upfront, like I don't want to get in a relationship. I don't mind going out on a bunch of dates, but I'm not, you know, I'm not hanging with you full time. And, and, and as long as you're honest, that's okay. But when it comes to uh, moving forward into a, in a relationship, you know, is that person ready to stop dating and uh, get off of Tinder and match? I went out with a guy back in Atlanta. He would not <laughs> stop dating other people because, and I was like, I'm not your girl. He goes, well, how do you know you're not my girl? And I'm like, because you want to go out with everybody else. Yeah. yeah it's so stupid. Duh. Are you stupid? What a dummy. <laughs> said, oh, my God. <laughs> stupid squared. I hate him. I know, right? He stinks. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, my gosh. You no, bet you yet. forgot. No, I, I know his name. <laughs> I know his name. I know his name. <laughs> No. Okay, and number four. Here we go. Are you guys taking notes out there? Are you legally and emotionally free to be at my table? And I'm going to tell you what's the bigger one. It's the emotional one. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, divorces, are rela- they, they take years because of money and businesses and whatever. But if they're still tied down to, it doesn't even have to be an ex. It could be, you know, their kids are really... You know, they just can't, they just are not available for you. So are they emotionally available? You know, and this is, that's important because a lot of times, and I hear this so much um, that, you know, people aren't, they're not available physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, financially. I mean, do you like to eat at Abe and Louie's or do you want to eat at, you know, Chili's all, all the time? I don't, right. I'm, I'm talking about. You yeah, know, yeah. It, I'm not saying you can't fluctuate and go like because I like to go from a dive bar to a five star as long as I you know. But if somebody can't, if that they never want to go somewhere nice and you like to, then what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I, and I'll I'll tell you what. If you're on the dating apps, a really great question to ask is what Where do you like to go out to eat? 
I think that's a really good one. It's a great question. Yeah. You know, where do you like to go? And and they'll tell you, even if there's, you know, there's a couple, huh. it'll give you a feel. Yeah. So, you know, it'll tell you how much money they make, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and how they can. And, and it's not just about that you have to have tons of money. It's yeah. the fact that can you have a, an intellectual conversation when you sit at the bar with, by the, you know, mm-hmm. with somebody at a, at, a, at a bar. And a lot of times... You just want to, you just want something a little bit more. You want you want I need somebody who's smart. Yes. You need a brainiac, right? Yeah. I need a brainiac. I need somebody who's I get very bored. Well, what do you talk about? Nothing. You want to know something funny about restaurants? I used to break up with people at Uno because I didn't like it anyway. And so <laughs> I used to ask people to go to Uno. Oh my god. And then that would be it. Okay, so thank God you're not Because then I don't anymore. feel bad when I go back there. Right. Because oh, yeah. I don't go back there anyway. Right? Oh, my yeah. <laughs> so I ruin Uno because I don't like it. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. That's a great... That's sort of a great... Um, <laughs> is that a, okay, is that a so, life tip? Is so that a life gonna, hack? So if you're going to break up with somebody, his, this is this is Liz's uh, rules of, rule yeah, of dating. Yeah, go somewhere you don't like. Go, go somewhere you don't like and break up with them so that it doesn't ruin you for it going It won't ruin back. the place. It won't ruin the place. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to go somewhere you actually like because then it'll it'll have baggage when you walk in. No one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so we got to get Donna in here. Oh yeah, yeah. we got to get her in here. I'm gonna so, go get her. Yeah, Can so you get her? yeah, we're gonna get Donna in here because we're gonna have a soul reading. But uh, so this is a great. I, I hope everybody loves the the four uh, criteria for sitting at at. Uh, at the ta- at my table, and uh, so take a risk, be vulnerable, share your heart, and love always. So your soul is restless until you live your purpose. And here's this week's soul reading with South Shore Donna. Ooh, all right so just give her the give her the mic there we go hi hi okay donna thank you for coming into the studio um so uh we talked really briefly because i didn't want to um sort of get in the way of this soul reading and we only have 10 minutes here so normally i spend a lot of time with Uh clients like you know more than more than an hour uh-huh. You know, and so I have more time. But um, so let's kind of fill people in as in as much as you want to share. Uh-huh. So um, let's tell them a little bit about what, um, you know, what it is you really would want to work on. What what do you want to know about um, what's happening in your life? I mean, well, I mean, I had a lot of um, trauma in my past year. Um, I was illness for about a year of life, and there were parts of my life that I never had before that I was that upsetting. All the, of course, upsetting for anyone, but right. very upsetting for me in my um, my want, my life. And during that, we we got involved in ancestry, and then I found out that my um, my father wasn't biological, right? Yeah. So your father was—you found out your father was not your biological father, right? And so, um, 
I'm just quiet. I'm just quiet. So if everybody out there thinks it's dead air, it's not that. I, This is what I do. I have to kind of be mm-hmm. quiet. So, and we talked for a minute, and the one thing that was, um, that came to me when we, we talked, and we only talked for maybe five minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, it really wasn't very long at all, mm-hmm. was that um, the dad that raised you wanted you to know that nothing changed for him. Right. That it was all the same. Right. My feel is that if he didn't know with facts, he knew. There was something inside of him that he knew. Mm-hmm. He knew. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter for him. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I, you, you should, for me, my, my, my thoughts for you is don't spend any time on, um, on your relationship with your, your, your dad, uh-huh. your, your dad that raised you because mm-hmm. he's your daddy. Right. Right. He's daddy. Right. Okay. Right. Um, your biological father is nobody because, uh-huh. In the sense that, because he's mm-hmm. not in your life, he never right. was in your life, and he's deceased. Do, do, For our whole life, we didn't know that. You had until no recently, right. right? And so, um, it's. I think that what's hardest for you, I and I said this to you on the phone um, quickly, is is that um, looking back on your relationship with your mother, mm-hmm. I think this is the hardest thing for you because. Um, she it was a lie it was it was a lie everything was a lie and you know and I think about and and I said this to you on the phone um uh when you think about the old days they were so in your face with um your morality Mm -hmm. and then you then you turn around you find this out about your mom and Mm -hmm. you're like who does she think she was to to be to be to be um pushing her morality on me when she wasn't even Mm -hmm. faithful Mm -hmm. in her marriage. But I was a totally different person as I am compared to what my mother is or was even before then. Oh, well, yes, but you're that you're different because of the relationship you had with the dad who raised you. Right. Right. Because he was loving very much. And he was, um, and he cared about you and, and, She was, she was angry. Was she an angry person? Was she an angry person? Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. Oh, oh grandma. Yeah, yeah. She oh, was yeah. an angry person, and yes. I'm saying she's angry. She was yeah, angry, and yeah, I think very vengeance. And I, I will, I will say that um, all of this um, contributed to her mm-hmm. demeanor. Uh-huh. It was part of why she, mm-hmm. um, she may have mistreated you. Very hurting. Yeah, but this is why. Right. And um, it, it's a big part of it. It's right. her own insecurities, her own stuff, mm-hmm. but she was throwing it on you because she was mad about the whole thing. Right. And I'm not sure at this point, I would have to spend hours with you, um, uh-huh. if, if she was mad because she wanted that other man or because, you know, mm. you know I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I, I don't know yet, mm-hmm. um, but she's she mm-hmm. she had the anger. She was very angry about mm-hmm. all of this. Uh huh. So, right. 
what you have to do for yourself. So I'm just telling you what I know about your, what I feel from your life mm-hmm. and from what you told me. But to help you to, for some tips for you, um, I would say, um, I, I think you need to spend some time in prayer. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I want you to, um, take really good care of you mm-hmm. and nurture you and mm-hmm. be very, um, take care of you like you would take care of your own little baby. Right, right. Yeah, and because, that's never been my life. Right, because you you <laughs> need, just... I know, you. That's, that is what is going to help you, like, yeah. do some real care. Like, what it, whatever that is for you, if you need to... Um, go sit in the yard or go down the beach mm-hmm. or or um, go to a movie mm-hmm. or I, I don't know, you know, whatever it is that is whatever really... Whatever peace I have. Yeah, and, and and to really be a little quiet so that you mm-hmm. can align yourself and get mm-hmm. and feel peaceful mm-hmm. in your life. Right. Um, because this, I, I'm going to say this, and please don't take this the wrong way, but it's all okay. Yeah. It, this is okay. Yeah. You know... Um, one thing that you down the road, you know, we got to forgive your grandmother. It's going to take a very long time. You know, but you want, you know why you want to forgive her? Because you don't want her to have power over you anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And so letting it go Uh and knowing that she was a human being Uh with deep, deep wounds and flaws Uh and how how she behaved with you had was really had nothing to do with the beautiful person that you are right right nothing she had a lot of power of me though yeah yeah Yeah, definitely so uh you know i i just want you i'm sorry about that i i just want you to take Mm -hmm. good 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 care of yourself yeah thank you am i well (laughs) no you look good you look you look great i just had surgery i can't tell this past weekend. Oh, oh well, yeah, you're, you're fabulous. Yeah. yeah, you're fabulous. Yeah. You're fabulous. You really are. You're yeah, beautiful inside thanks. and out. Yeah. And and um, yeah. I'm feeling very strongly about this. I think that I don't want to say it's a non-issue, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not a non-issue, but it's a. Your dad loved your daddy. Loved you so right. very and he much. He was a daddy, and he exactly. was your dad. Mm-hmm. And and I think that. Um, If you had known your biological father, it maybe had, would not have been good. For not for him, especially. You know, I think so. It would not. Yeah. It, what I'm saying is, is this happened to you? You were given a, the gift of your your daddy, uh-huh. and that's that's a gift. And that's and if you can mm-hmm. reconcile that, mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's where you're yeah. at. I think that's yeah. what you're at. And 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 release. Release the stuff about mom because mom, you know, she might have been, you know, a witchy poo, but, you know, she's, you know, she, I feel like lots of turmoil for her internal, Uh internal, she had a lot of internal turmoil. Uh And so, you know, you just want to, um, she's gone i can't i can't fix her yeah no 
No. You couldn't have fixed her if she's alive. No, I couldn't. You know what? Guess what? She's getting fixed now. Right. Because she's had a lot of splaining to do. Right. <laughs> That's right. You think? Right. Right. Well, yeah. Right. It's oh, so well, true. you either transition in this life or the next. Yeah. So, you know, you, I mean, you either um, align in this life or the next. So when uh-huh. you transition over, you have to align. Right. And you're going to have to explain right. why you. When you when you when you're in your skin for this one go around, yeah. why you didn't live your why best life, where you yeah. were, why you didn't love and receive love and receive love uh-huh. and co-create with the divine right. creator in a loving way. Yeah, that's you got to do some splaining. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. it wasn't so? Yeah. Why you? This is why I'm trying to help people. Right. Because if you don't do it now, you're going to have to do it on yeah. the other you side. You're going to go the good route. Right? Right. And so why not enjoy your life now right. and, and love it and get aligned right. and live your best pers- purpose-driven uh-huh. life and love it. And then you can move forward. Right. And when you transition, you'll be just rocking it. Yeah. And you had no splaining. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> You're great. Right? And, I, and I've done my children. Right. I took care of my children. Well, of way. course. I'm just saying this in general. I kind of went off on a little tangent there. No, but yeah. I think you have a I hear you. You know, and so I, I want you to, I want you to, you, you have, you have, you, you have a chance at this point. Uh-huh. You know, you had some health issues. Uh-huh. Live your best life now. Right. Right. Take care of you. Right. Be healthy. Laugh. Yeah. Laugh. Laugh mm-hmm. a lot. Find your find the laughter. And I'll take laughing, that. laughing is yeah. the best oh, therapy. Oh, I know. You have yeah. a good laugh. Yeah, see, I'm a laughter. Yeah, you yeah. got yeah. a great yeah. laugh. Yeah, there you go. All righty. So well, thank, thank you. you, thank you, South Shore Donna. I'm thank so happy you, you came in for a, nice a soul reading. You. So if anybody wants a soul reading next week, email me Steph at JustStephCom and and we'll get you on uh, and give you a soul reading. So uh, we're gonna take a little break, and when we come back, what? Dr. Kathy. Oh my God, she's too pretty to be a doctor. Oh my gosh.
What's up? It's the Boston Guido. I'm on the Just Steph show. Forget about it. All right, Guido. Thanks. Hello, the Italian guys tonight. So call us. Call me, 781-837-4900, and ask questions. And, okay, I'm so excited. This, I'm, really, this is amazing. So my next featured biz is Dr. Kathy Cavillo. Calvillo. Calvillo. (laughs) And uh, and Dr. Kathy is a nationally recognized board-certified breast cancer surgeon who trained and stayed on at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and Harvard Medical School for 16 years prior to founding New England Breast and Wellness, a concierge breast surgery practice in Wellesley. I love concierge. It's the best. (laughs) <laughs> she serves on multiple committees for the American Society of Breast Surgeons and also serves as the program chair for its 22nd annual meeting. She has published numerous peer-reviewed publications and presented at national and international meetings. And it goes on and on and on. And before, <laughs> but and, and the reason why I'm, I'm stopping this because I want I I want you to know I posted this on LinkedIn. And did you see the re- did you see the um I, I tagged you on LinkedIn. This was yesterday. Okay. And um, somebody commented. Can I read it to you? Sure. This was Sharon. She said um, she's a happiness life coach. She said, and I posted it on the uh, Women's Prosperity Network, and she said, this this is no legit. And I'm going to give this to you so you can put it on your website for a testimonial. So many of us in WPN have had cancer. This doctor, I'm going to cry. This doctor was the one who saved my life at the South Shore Hospital. She is my favorite doctor in the world. Aww. Okay. <laughs> I can, where's my tissue? They're over there. They're behind you. They're behind you. <laughs> Hang on, my God. This is why I love what I do. This is really, this is what feeds my soul. I, yeah. I, I mean... This is the, the, this was wow. you guys heard it first here. <laughs> Dr. Kathy's number one. So okay, so um, you left Dana Farber. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I had a phenomenal. By the way, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. It really is an honor. So thank you for having I'm, me. I'm happy to have you here. Uh, um, yeah, I had an amazing training and career at Dana-Farber for 16 years. And, you know, a lot started to change in medicine over the last few years. And especially in my specialty, when we're talking about cancer and time with patients and them feeling like they're getting personalized care, um, I just felt like I needed to make a transition, alluding to what we were talking about earlier in the show, But I had to make a transition because I just felt like what I felt patients deserved, they perhaps weren't getting because there are a lot of different pressures on doctors today, very different even from five years ago. And in thinking about all of that, and I wanted to continue delivering the care that I've always delivered to patients and their families um, and without the pressures of limited time and what patients deserve. And then I wanted to do it in an environment that also serves their emotional, psychological needs as well. Mm -hmm. Something very special, which I've been told from numerous people across the country, really a space like this doesn't exist. So I wanted to create something special that matched what I, you know, the care that I deliver 
to patients and their families. See, I love that. It's like what what you said. You want to be friends with your your clients. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that. And it's you know, and I like to when I go into the doctor, I like to talk. Oh, hey, what are you doing? You know, what's going on? Mm, I give them one of my books. I mean, you know, talk about what's happening. You know, that kind of and and it it makes it so that you can you're approachable. Yes, absolutely. And, and for me, having that. That's a big reason why I went into breast surgery to begin with. I wanted to develop relationships with patients and their families. And it's not only women. Like one of the patients in my new practice, it's a man with the breast cancer gene. Mm -hmm. So it's not only – and my very first patient in my practice, I helped, you know, with the diagnosis and treatment of his breast cancer as well. So it's men and women. But, you know, it's so important to have that relationship – you know, I always tell patients, we, we are very blessed in Boston. We have so many phenomenal physicians and medical mm-hmm. centers, and there's so many great physicians, but it's all also personality matching. Mm-hmm. You can have a great doctor with a great bedside manner. They do exist. Right. Right. Absolutely. So... Um, Tell us a little bit about your practice. I think people are a little bit scared of concierge um, practices because they think they're going to get stuck with a fifty thousand dollars hospital bill. Yeah, no, or a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Because I mean, that it, you it, can it's get a yes. real fear. Yes. yes. Well, concierge medicine is really be, well. I've learned over the last year. It's been around for twenty twenty five mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I'm talking to mm-hmm. some of the mass general doctors I've spoken with, um, but it's become more and more prevalent in the last few years um, because, again, patients want to feel cared for and they want the time with their physicians. Physicians are also shifting that way as well because they feel that, look, I want to deliver this exceptional care, but there's a lot of pressures that aren't allowing me to do it. So this is it. so it's on both sides of the table. Right. It's coming from physicians and patients. And so what does that look like? It depends. In primary care, it's much more prevalent. You know, patients to be in a concierge practice, um, they will, you know, pay a fee for a year and be in that practice. For me, it's a little bit different because I know not everyone's going to need to be in my, as I call it, my care program for the year. Um, perhaps someone just got diagnosed and it's taking them days to see a breast surgeon. They just got diagnosed with breast cancer. They want to see someone ASAP. I can see someone just for a one-time visit. They want a second opinion. I saw a patient who had an abnormal mammogram and her concierge doctor just wanted her to get a second opinion about that. So I have part of my practice where someone can see me just for a one-time consultation. Right. And then the patients that I've seen one time, they've shifted over into my concierge care program now because they want that unlimited access. And who would those patients be? Patients with breast cancer, patients who have had breast cancer in the past but want to see a breast cancer specialist doing their exams a couple times a year, reviewing their imaging, have 24-7 access anytime during that year if something else comes up. Also, people who are at high risk for developing mm-hmm. cancer, mm-hmm. Um, whether they have the gene or it's a specific score that I calculate in my practice um, with the help of some algorithms and uh, my genetics company to say, well, if a woman has you know a 20% risk or higher of a future breast cancer, even if she doesn't need testing, well, those patients also need to be followed closely 
patients who have had atypical breast biopsy. So it comes in a lot of different forms. Mm -hmm. So I don't have, you know, a lot of primary care practices say, well, it's either all or nothing. And I didn't feel right in doing that. So I, I give patients options. So it's more kind of a la carte. You, you can be in the care program and be under my care all year long, or you may just want to see me one time just for an opinion or for a cancer risk assessment. But the insurance a lot of times will pay for if they have to be hospitalized. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so yeah. Thank you for bringing that That's kind of what, yes. I, you know, because yes. it's one thing to pay you, you know, yes, for the surgical fee. Yes. Right. right. Absolutely. That's a great question. Thank you for bringing that up. So, yes, everything, if patients need surgery with me, everything done in the hospital, radiology, pathology, plastic surgery, if there's reconstruction after right. a mastectomy, hospital states all of those things are in fact covered by insurance right. and they go that the hospital works with patients on that so all of that is covered absolutely right so then well why not right <laughs> i mean let's all go right i mean so i i want to talk to you a little bit about uh when we talked about this was the genetic testing i, yes. I mean because I love it. I, I love I love that because we talked about the the doctor that I met. Yes. Uh, and so uh, I love that you use this. So can you talk a little bit about the genetic testing and what and what's not happening and what should be happening? Absolutely. So again, I've learned a lot over the la- last year since I've you know pivoted, shifted, and decided a year ago to open up this practice. And in doing so, I knew I wanted to continue to be able to refer patients. You know. Um, for genetic testing, but also to have that available to my patients. And so in speaking with a few companies who are out there who offer different types of genetic testing, I partnered um, with one specific company where patients come in and whether they come specifically to see me for breast cancer or something or like the abnormal mammogram, what I'm currently doing in my practice is that every single patient male, female, who comes to see me, I am automatically doing what we call a formal cancer risk assessment. So what does that mean? So basically, you know, using the program that the genetic company has, first we figure out, well, if, if, you've, if you're one of those people who have ever wondered, you know, do I need genetic testing? That's what we're figuring out. Right. So taking personal risk factors, your family history, both sides. Sometimes people say, well, no, no, my parents didn't have it. It's not parents. It's parents. It's grandparents, aunts and uncles, cousins. And mm-hmm. we're looking at multiple generations. Right. So we're, we're t- gathering all that information from a patient. And then we find out, do you need genetic testing or not? So that's one part. So that's a formal cancer risk assessment, formal cancer screening to see, do you need testing? And the astounding fact, and I know you and I talked about this when we were on the phone, what I learned from the company was that 97% of people, and this we're not talking cancer patients, of people in general, 97% of people who qualify for genetic testing never get it. And why is that? Yeah, why is that? Well, we're not doing population screening. We're not doing that formal cancer risk assessment on everyone coming into our office. In my old practice, you know, if I had a patient who was already diagnosed with cancer, I look at the family history, we refer them to the genetic counselors. Or if patients themselves are worried enough where they say, you know what, I want to know if I need it. 
But otherwise, we w- we weren't doing that screening. So, okay, if you're listening out there and uh, and you want to know, you need to act, you know, be proactive. Absolutely. You know, be your own advocate, right? I mean, Absolutely. because if you're with a doctor that doesn't, that wouldn't, you know, I I went in and I told my doctor what blood work I wanted I wanted done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, because I this is this is what I think needs to be done. And uh, and so people need to be a little bit more proactive. And, you know, sometimes the insurance won't pay for a right. lot of the stuff. Right. Oh, is that what do, do they not pay for it? Well, you know, and that's the part. Well, if, if a patient, for example, comes and sees me and they say, I want genetic testing, we find out that they don't, quote unquote, qualify. Um, they can still get that genetic testing done with and, and that's worked through the company where they can pay roughly you know, two hundred fifty dollars to get that genetic. It's not even a lot of money. That's manageable. That, that's yeah, dinner. Right. Depending on where you. Oh, go. absolutely. Really good, not chili, yes. but a good. Really right. Good yeah, that's so like going to Mastros question. or going, you know, going to, you know, exactly. Davios or something. Yeah. So it's a question of and and it's about prevention, right? It's rather than seeing if you need testing after you've been diagnosed. It's figuring out well. Is there anything I can do for prevention, for screening? But what if you're too afraid? I mean, like, don't you think some people are probably scared? Yes, but, you know, as ignorance I Ignorance is bliss. Yes, ignorance is bliss. For but now. That, <laughs> right, right, right. Until, until it's not. Until it's not blissful. Well, and my response to that is yeah. knowledge is power. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. No, I know. I I'm with that. you. Knowledge is power. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yep. So the male patient, you know, again pancreatic screening um there's certain cancers for example the breast cancer gene people call it the BRCA gene or the BRCA gene the the BRCA gene um one and two those are linked for example not only to breast cancer but ovarian cancer right but the problem with ovarian cancer there is no screening tool so why it becomes really important before getting a diagnosis of ovarian cancer if you have the gene and you're a woman who's done having children and you have that gene, then the ovaries and the fallopian tubes get removed for prevention because there is no screening tool. Does it mean if you have the breast cancer gene you need to get a double mastectomy? No, but then we screen those patients very closely with MRIs and such. We have screening for breast cancer, but not for ovarian. There you go. So Dr. Kathy, how can people get in touch with you? So, again, my practice is New England Breast and Wellness. Um, there's contact info on my webpage. And as I tell patients, any way I can help, I co- even, you know, being at Dana-Farber, being in Boston my whole entire career, coordinating visits. It's if a patient's diagnosed with cancer and, you know, there are other, there are three different oncologists involved. There, there's the surgical oncologist, which is what I am, medical oncologist, radiation oncologist. If a patient sees me, I help coordinate all those appointments as well. So, right. you know, it's overseeing the care of the right. patient. It's not one and done. And it really takes a team, specifically when you're talking about breast cancer. It really takes a team. And I'm a big believer in educating patients, empowering patients. I want my patients to be educated because, as I tell them, you know, there's no right or wrong decision. Sometimes it's just a matter of what is right for you. And that can be different for everybody. So I really believe in empowering patients and educating them. Right. Well, will you hang? Will you hang for a little bit? Absolutely. We're just going to finish up. Um, you know, we have your. Um, I'm going to go. We're going to go right into uh, what you've been waiting for. Your social 
411. Larry. <laughs> It's time for your social 411. You don't have any music. It's Uptown Funk, baby. JS 308. We can just sing it. We can just sing it. There don't you go. give it to you. There you go. Okay, we'll get this worked out, people. It'll be all right. Saturday night and we in the spot. Don't believe me, just watch. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So first, I got a little birthday shout out for my girl Lisa Stav. Hey, Lisa! Happy birthday! And my baby Maddie's going to be eighteen on Friday. So I just wanted to say hi. All right. So what did you do this weekend? Did you do anything fun? The week? I don't even remember today. Yes. The weekend? Did you do anything fun? What'd you do? No, no, I didn't. What'd you do? I don't have any fun. (laughs) I mean, now I feel like I'm under pressure. That's all right. That's all right. Did you do anything? I did, yes. I spent time with family and friends in Nantucket. We had some great weather on the beach. Oh, I saw family. It was, yeah. I don't know if it was fun. There you go. That's fun. Well, depends on the family. You know what? I promised everybody I was going to give them a review of everything I did this past weekend. So here's what I did. Okay, so Thursday, I um, we went to the King Tut exhibit. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah, it's no. Just go to oh. a Red Sox game. Oh, oh no, oh, good. sorry. Well, you know what? It, they spent a lot of time and money, but it was all like animated and cartoon. Like even the virtual reality. Like oh. I was hoping that it was going to be a virtual reality of the actual tomb, but yeah. it was like a film. Oh. And I was like, well, I want to touch stuff. Like, I wanted to. I, yeah, we you, have Netflix. Tactile. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> so, I, 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 you know, I know they spent a lot of money on it, and it's a, actually a beautiful space and everything they did. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, I don't know. You That's really, hot. Go, go, yeah. We go, don't need you here. Go to Egypt. Go to Egypt. <laughs> and, we, and then we went to, um, afterwards, I said, oh, let's just go get something to eat. We went to Barcelona in the South Ooh. End, which is oh, awesome. It's go. all tapas. It's awesome. Oh. Uh, and I love, they have them in Atlanta, so I've been. Tapas are always yeah, good. Wait, yeah. tapas or Barcelona? It, ba- well, Barcelona yes. in the South End is it, tapas food. It's yes. food. The food is oh, tapas. Yes. Right. So we have awesome. it also yes. in Brookline, where I live. Oh, I Barcelona. love it. Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. The it's wine great. Bar. A lot of it's fun. awesome. And then Friday, I went out with the girls. We went to, we went by Tresca, I saw Richie and uh, the Tresca, and we had uh, the best Caesar salad. That's they make it with truffle, oh. and uh, and uh, the Caesar salad is awesome. There, we had the eggplant palm, and then we then we headed over to D's Keys for dueling pianos. And when I tell you this place, <laughs> they gave they they said you know if you're you're with the Just Steph show. The, um, they they waived our, our cover, which you know I don't nice. know who wants to pay a cover. <laughs> I I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like it's it's, it's not the perk. money. You it's know what I mean. You had it's a press pass, yeah. so you like oh. held it in the air. And we went in the front. We sat right in the front. They brought they they did they walked, let you they, press one of the keys? No, no. Oh. They they just we. But it was really it's if anybody wants something fun to do, yeah. really it's highly it, recommended. It's so fun. Where is it? It's on D Street. Yeah, it's not far from the um, seaport. Yes, okay. right right near the seaport. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, and it's so super fun. It the show is amazing. What's the, the name sing- again? D's Keys D's Dueling Keys. Piano. Okay, Dueling Pianos. You guys want to go? They're now? so D's fun. Keys. Let's go. They're so after fun. This, it's so fun. And then we we went by <laughs> after that we went to Nando in the North End and um and it's like where everyone knows your name. It was so fun and love it. Love Sal and Mira. They're, they're fabulous. Saturday we went to the Barca Tavern in Situate for the Doo-Wop show. This place is great. They I I. I went there. I'm like, oh god, they have a ghost here, you know, because it's like the old, yeah. second oldest structure in, um, situate in, in no, in America. 
Wait, oh. that tavern? Wow. Yes. Um, and the food was fabulous. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It was good people. And then afterwards, though, but I, I, I went a little crazy. I yeah. said, I, I've never had bar pizza. South Shore Bar Pizza. Never? Never. You're on a Marshfield. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So so I said to Jimmy, I said, Jimmy, yeah. let's go get some bar pizza. And he goes. Is that like poopsies? Yes. I've heard of yeah. yeah. So legendary. we went to John, we went to Johnny Kono's in um in Weymouth. Yeah. And we would we started talking. I made a cute little TikTok when I was there, and they brought us in the back, and he showed me how they make it, and we had so much like it was such a it was just a cool little experience. experience. It was really fun. That's awesome. And yeah, and you know just the eating didn't that, stop. Your first time having bar pizza. I was gonna, yeah. I'm still I was trying awesome. to get over that. How is that your first time eating bar? Yeah. Okay, Venus is my I, well because I'm from the North Shore. <laughs> Don't hate me. I'm a Mepha girl. Poopsies and Venus. I mean, I go to Santapio's. Poopsies, yeah, yeah. And Steve was great. Steve at Johnny's. Uh, Johnny's. What is it? Johnny Kono's. Um, he was great. Steve showed us um, how they make pizza. He's the owner. He was oh, so wow. nice. He came out. The bartender was it. Savannah was it that her name? The pregnant bartender. Yeah. She was awesome. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so yeah. Love so I. Bartender. So Sunday, I had all these intentions to do Sunday fun day, and I was done. I was like, that's well, it. We had a big few yeah, days yeah, there. It was, yeah, it was big. So what are you guys doing this weekend? Anything fun? Uh, I have to go to a party, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have a graduation a party too. No, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. I have to go. I think I drive like to Bill Ricca. We're That's gonna like ha- a lot. Yeah. Oh, you want to Bill Ricca? You can be in my neck of the woods. Ah, uh, do you want me to honk when I go by your do house? It. And then you'll be like, do "What it. was that?" Do you'll it. I, I live this. really close to ninety three. I'll hear you. I'll yeah. wait. I will, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> right. So yeah, I um. But th- so th- so we're going to go I think we're going to go to Mastro's Thursday night and they have some outdoor um Mastro's at the seaport has the 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 patios right on the water Ooh. and they have drinks and uh we were just talking to them tonight and they have um drinks and m- live music nice and so I think we're going to go there Thursday and I think Friday we might do precinct 10 down in Weymouth are they going to give you the VIP table I don't know no, pre- precinct 10 <laughs> well maybe maybe, maybe Mastro's <laughs> might I don't know about precinct 10 I don't think they care and then you can say don't <laughs> You say, don't you know who I am? I'm a, seaport I'm is just, so, I'm just stuff. Oh it's just stuff. Just so stuff. much fun in the yeah. seaport now, especially summertime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so just a couple of things going on, and I'm going to be real quick about this. So, um, at the... I have to go North Shore because I love it. Um, Kowloon uh, this weekend on Saturday night is up all night. And coming soon to the Chevalier Theater in Mepha is Boy George and Com- Culture Club on September 9th, and the Little River Band is going to be there October 8th. Aerosmith, September 8th at Gillette. Big shout out to Steve Tyler, South Shore Jimmy Spadorsha from back in the day says hi. Hope you're listening. And what's going on in Marshall? We have um, South Shore Buds is on 985 Plain Street um, is having a summer festival. There's food trucks, entertainers, vendors, but 21 and up, please. Uh, the Hingham Shipyard has a summer concert series that's back. Friday is Gunpowder and Lead. Now, there's so much going on in Hull. <laughs> yeah, they're so, busy. Hull is like, it's not hell, it's Hull. It, it's, <laughs> okay, so. It's happening. I, it's, Hull is happening. Right? Yeah. Right? So, um, the, so here's what, the Tipsy Tuna is they have all kinds of stuff going on. They have karaoke every Tuesday night, which I love karaoke. And uh, and then they have live bands Thursday through Saturday. This Thursday is Tequila Jim. He's now my friend on Facebook because I told him I was going to shout out to him. And Friday <laughs> oh, is Jim fun. Plunkett. Do you guys know Jim Plunkett? 
No. Oh my God! He, he well, he came to my school, my college, all the time, and he was like the happy hour singer. Na 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 na. I can't sing it because it's swearing. <laughs> and then um, anyway, Hall's on, on fire. That's right. Uh, and then uh, also in Hall is Joe's Nautical Bar. They have karaoke on Thursdays at seven thirty, and it's not your average karaoke. I want to know what that's about. Daddy's Beach Club presents Undercover, and at C Note is Supergroup. Sourpuss. Quincy, we have, um, there's a shared rooftop with Alba and Zef Chiquetti and Rabar. And they have the, a big, you know, outdoor, oh. you know, upstairs, whatever, pad, um, rooftop uh, bar. So it's supposed to be super fun. And Oysters. Pete, oh, yum. yeah. Pete's Grill mm-hmm. uh, has live music, 70s and 80s. Say hi to Pete and David for me. In uh, um, Pembroke, we have Tolson's Tap and Tavern Gastro Pub. They have live music every night. Tuesday is Wicked Trivia, and Marshfield um, Station 8 has uh, both Friday and Saturday night is Brian and Spitzy at 8.30. Plymouth is live at the Lido. It's Tinside Lido's Sun Terrace. They're celebrating Plymouth's amazing homegrown musical talent with a night of rock, pop, folk, soul DJs at Plymouth's iconic waterfront Lido. Anyway, that's all that going on. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's so much happening. And what, I'm look, checking my time. We have, okay, Tavern on the Wharf is uh, Big Fake and Money Makers on July 22nd, and Rago and Richards on t- July 23rd. Of course, Weymouth is um, has Precinct 10 for Friday and Saturday Night Dancing, and Johnny Konos for Bar Pizza. So if you have a fun event at your biz, email me, Steph at JustSteph.com. And of course, if you want to uh, feature your biz here on the Ste- uh, Just Steph show uh, and get in front of uh, 100,000 people or more, email me, Steph at JustSteph.com. Big Thank you to my friend Liz Teresa. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm on. This has been the most fun ever. Really? Yes, I would die to come back. Yeah. So you'll have okay. to, like. I was going to ask you that. Will you come back? It would be weird if you did. I want to know if Dr. Kathy's going to come back. I would love to come back. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that. Yes. Too. We, we I'm going to get you. You're going to co-host with me. Yes. I yeah. I want to get you to co-host, and so you know what? Fun. Too. I want you to be the the official doctor of the of the <laughs> yeah. Just Steph oh, Show. Just Steph Show. <laughs> Happy yeah. to help. You can right? have a press. Pass. I love it. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. I want okay. a press pass when okay. we go out. <laughs> All right. So next week, my guest co-host is Megan Marini, and we're going to my featured biz is Julie Grimm and Annie Joyce from Annie's pure and simple uh, make sure you grab my book buy stephsbook.com thanks to Liz uh, oh, she helped do, me with I that I did make that website yes. address work you did you <laughs> did thank me. you Yay. and email you know email me come with me to Sicily at, to transform your life join my free Facebook community get real with just Steph follow me on Instagram the real just Steph TikTok the real just Steph I, I love TikTok it's my fave and of Same course with my yeah the just Steph show <laughs> I, but I'm 55 <laughs> the just Steph show uh, on YouTube and iTunes <laughs> Don't miss a sexy Monday. See you next week. Know I love you all. Wishing you love, balance, and peace. Ciao, ciao, baby. Thanks for tuning in to The Just Steph Show. Be sure to make your Monday night sexy every week from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on WATD 95.9. In the meantime, if you are ready to transform your life, shoot me an email at steph at juststeph.com. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you.
WATD-FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton. This is the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 FM WATD. Streaming online at 95.9WATD.com. And with your smart speaker, just by saying play WATD. Big 